Andy Bush and Richie Firth here uh, with your podcast. Good to have you on board. As we mentioned earlier on in the week, make sure you subscribe, download, and leave a little comment because on Fridays, any other business, we're going to be reading out loads of your comments and names and stuff as it well. It is brave asking them to rate this podcast. Really. I trust them. I trust them. <laughs> I trust everybody. If you've got us in your ears right now, I trust you. And if you if you leave a bad comment, I won't be angry. I'll just be disappointed. But we'll use the uh, we'll use the Apple info to uh, go find you. Yeah, track you down. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> Uh, now, just one other thing. You'll notice the name of this podcast. Uh, it does sound a bit sus, does sound a bit menacing about Richie and his four fingers. But it's during the course of this programme, you'll understand where the context is. Obviously, you don't get that in the title of a podcast, but don't worry, it's not as bad as you think. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is the Hometime Show on Absolute Radio, musical solace on a wet and windy, uh, when, oh, wet and windy Wednesday. Do you know what? I think you've just hit on a great new word. When Wednesday is windy and wet, I think it's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, it's a brilliant new word. How bad was Wednesday last awful, week? Wednesday. Awful, yeah. Absolutely awful. I feel under pressure. I'll tell you why I feel under pressure, is that we've been challenged today on this show. I'm really, like, watching my words. I've been challenged on the show today by Leona uh, to try and go an entire hometime show, me and Richie, without talking about food. There is a pressure on us. It's like a sword of Damocles hanging above the show today. So every time we're talking, even if it's just to come up with something quite complicated, like the day of the week, yeah. uh, I feel like I'm having to think it through. If we do happen to accidentally stray into food chat, we're going to hear this. So, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. No food chat, and Richie's got his timer on there's, the go. There's a ticking clock going here. Seven minutes and 57 seconds so far. That's not bad. Clear of, of talking about food on the show, which is uh, which is fantastic. Have some of that, Leona. The Eight minutes in the bag. <laughs> the reason we're going to find it... Uh, excessively hard today is actually quite strange. Uh, I'm sure in whatever business that you work in, every now and then some kind of consultancy firm will come in and they'll give you a, a review of how you're doing. Like a little specialist coming in or something. This is what has happened to uh, Andy and myself today. Uh, a chap has flown 12,000 miles around the globe from Australia to, to come and give some feedback on our show, which we're very, very grateful for. Yeah, he's a nice guy. And he sat us down earlier at lunchtime in a meeting and said, guys... There's something that you guys need to do more of. I wonder whether you're going to do the accent. Oh, always. And I thought to myself, I wonder what this is. Maybe he's thinking you need more guests on the show. Maybe we need to publicise the show more. And he just turns to Andy and I and goes, I think you guys need to cook more. <laughs> All of us nearly spat our coffees out at the same time, didn't we? That's the key to it. That's the key to the success. What do we got to do? Cook more. More cooking on this show. What does that mean? We've already done scrambled egg. Where do we go from here? That isn't technically that a mess. doesn't count. Does not count. Clock's still ticking. Still Nine ticking. ten now. The record is intact. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. A windy Wednesday is tricky. It is tricky it to is say, tricky, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> or just say Wednesday. <laughs> uh, it's home time. Uh, Absolute radio. Andy Bush, Richie Firth. Uh, with the Smiths, this charming man. Uh, so, look, I hope you're having a good day so far today. I Hopefully your way, uh, day started off a lot better than mine did. Uh, I got crumbs everywhere at breakfast this morning to the point where it was like, it literally looked like I'd been having a fight with the cereal box. And you know, I thought to myself, genuinely stood there, uh, they could put a robot on the surface of Mars but they still can't design a Weetabix box that doesn't make a massive mess every time you have some of them. Now, I know that has broken our no-food rule. I apologise. What time do we get to? Uh, it has to be said. 
20 minutes and 34 seconds. That's not bad, though, is it? It's a personal best. It's a personal best, but it has to be said because it's a connection that I've had this morning and I feel like I need to talk about it on the show. I will reset the clock for tomorrow's show. And we'll just see how we get on. 20 minutes, 34. But so I want you all to try this little thing today, right? Uh, complete this sentence. They can put a robot on Mars because obviously they landed that little buggy thing on Mars and all the scientists are going, woo, crazy about it, which is fine. But they still can't. Dot, dot, dot. So what is still broken in 2018 that they, they should be fixed by now? Bearing in mind that we're, we're making huge advances with certain technology, yet other things are lagging behind. Like, for example, just to go back to Weetabix. <laughs> I love Weetabix, but why does it? Why is it designed in a way that it just goes everywhere? It does go everywhere. There's no way it can't go I'm everywhere. I'm with you on that. It's, you almost have to open it in the bath. It's madness. It's 2018. They can put a robot on Mars. Yeah. But they can't get petrol pumps to stretch around both sides of a car. That's a really good point as well. Really annoys me that. Yes. I hate being in a queue and you're kind of looking, oh. everyone's queuing up one side because <laughs> they're thinking their pump's on the right hand side. And they're thinking, well, go on the left and stretch it around. Oh no, it won't stretch around. That annoys me so much. Just another metre yes. on those cords, that's all it would do. And then petrol stations, doubly quick. Well, I totally agree with you. And like I say, some technology, landing a robot on Mars, brilliant <laughs> thing. Other things, petrol pumps, Weetabix needs to get it sorted. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. They could put a robot on the surface of Mars, but they still can't dot, dot, dot. Complete that sentence, what is still broken in 2018 as far as you're concerned. Find the end of the sellotape. Why, after all these years, do you still have to spin and pick to find the dratted end? What, is your, what is your response to that? What do you do with sellotape? Uh, I, to be honest, I do the spin and pick. I do, do exactly what Danny in Guildford is saying here. I, I, I can't get by it. What I do is just do little, tiny little... Little tape worms of sellotape on the corner of the table. Little worm hanging off the table. I find it depends what table you've got. If it's a wooden table, you're going to take a little bit of the lacquer off, and I don't like doing that. Love the fact that you're more worried about the words than the finish. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Uh, Badger Growler on Twitter. This is what happens when you read out people's tweets. Uh, maybe they'll stop Bush from getting on the Essex Loop at home every single night. There's a lot more swears than that that I've cut through. Nikki says uh, that they've put a robot on Mars, but they still can't get air conditioning on the central line. And Stephen Stevenage, uh, they can't manage to make the escalator handle go the same speed as the stairs you stand on. Surely it can be done. That's the best one yet. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So look, complete this sentence. Uh, they can put a robot on the surface of Mars, but they still can't dot, dot, dot. I was moaning about Weetabix. They can put a robot on the surface of Mars, but they still can't make a Weetabix box. It doesn't go everywhere when you have your breakfast. Finish the sentence. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Paul. Hi, Paul. All right. All right? <laughs> He's a bit bold as brass, isn't he, this fella? You all right? Me, I'm fine, you are. Yeah, no, it's what's yeah, going we're good, on. We're good, we're good. Bus, bus stop conversation going <laughs> it's on there. It's going well. Uh, Paul, they can put a robot on Mars, but they still can't. I'll still have to shake my ketchup bowl, otherwise I get that disgusting red water on my ship. Oh, yeah, what is that? <laughs> what is that? What is that stuff, Paul? What is it? I don't know, but it's with brown sauce, barbecue sauce, burger sauce, any sauce. What, the, the water happens? Yeah, it just, it's just water on my chips. It's disgusting. He absolutely hates it. Do you it, reckon it? if they put a widget in the ketchup bottle, that would fix that as an issue? <laughs> Seriously? Like, if you get a widget in, like, a can of uh, Guinness, it sucks up some water, doesn't it? Yeah, mate, that's a really good point. I just don't know if I've seen it in barbecue sauce before. Have you seen that little watery stuff in barbecue sauce? Yes, yes, I would really? say so, yeah. 
Right, you, don't, you just don't have enough barbecue sauce in your life. I know, I don't. I'm going to need to up my game. <laughs> Paul, good to speak to you. Uh, Pete says, uh, if, but this going back to this thing of someone saying about um, the handrail on an escalator. He says, Richie, if the handrail went the same speed as the escalator, then I wouldn't be able to play my game of holding on all the way up yeah. or down without letting go. Which is an irritating game for every <laughs> other person on the escalator, Pete. Uh, Mark and Lester, uh, they still can't make stickers from kids' sticker books that don't peel off the furniture without the use of an industrial paint stripper. This is the Second second point now that has been made in 15 minutes about the lacquer on furniture, which I like. We really do care about the state of furniture and the finish. And, uh, guys, they can not they can put a robot on the surface of Mars, but I still can't listen to YouTube without having it open and my phone unlocked. Wind up. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you stick with this show all the way through and you're still listening after six o'clock, for example, yesterday, first of all, thank you. Fair play to you. (laughs) I wouldn't, but fair play to you. (laughs) But secondly, you may have heard us put an idea to you yesterday, which we are so grateful that you guys ran with. We think great things could come from this. We put out to you that we'd like to buy a Hometime Show wheelbarrow. It came to our kind of uh, mutual attention just by talking about my um, middle class injury I had to my knuckles yeah. uh, they didn't, we didn't realise that neither of us have ever owned a wheelbarrow no. at any point in our lives no. and how good it would be and not only that to have a wheelbarrow but quite aspirational to have one as well because you've become a proper adult yeah. in many ways and we thought what about getting a wheelbarrow for the show that we could then loan out to you guys and go out into, into the UK and do wheelbarrow based jobs for you our lovely listeners now we recognise that this isn't necessarily a, a conventional thing for a radio station or a, a, no. a radio show to do and when no. we put it to you yesterday you ran with it you love the idea you want to be able to hire a wheelbarrow from your home time show yeah and we were talking about how it might look I mean this is just again just spitballing ideas here but you know stickers on the side branding yeah. station branding says absolute radio maybe we'd spray paint it purple or something like well, that we were even taking bookings <laughs> by the end of uh, last night's show it really Incredible. was yeah. fantastic uh, so then we obviously had to submit an incredibly lengthy form to uh, accounts to yeah. see whether it was a goer or not and let's just say we've had this answer phone on our little show antiphone uh, in the past couple of minutes it's good news here we go hi richard and andrew it's jane from accounts here i'm just calling regarding your request to free up some budget for your little home time show i was made aware that you wanted to use some money to purchase a wheelbarrow in the future if you could specify your reasoning for spending the station's money as per company policy that would avoid similar requests like this getting wrongly approved The seeing as time is of the essence, I will have to grant your budget request this time. I'll have my assistant Gareth send you an email as soon as the money is in your account. All the best, Jane. Hey, thanks, Jane. A couple of backhanded compliments in there. Little home time show. I, I picked up on that as well. Got a feel for poor Gareth, haven't you? Yeah, well, I tell you what, the main bit of news, though, Richie, let's look beyond that. We are now <laughs> able to take bookings for the home time wheelbarrow. Have <laughs> you got some jobs that need doing, even if someone in accounts needs stuff moving from the first floor to the second floor? Yeah. Book us. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Two days to go until you can uh, break into your advent calendars. Oh, yeah. Which is something I'm looking forward to, because in uh, in our household, uh, clogging up and uh, getting in the way somewhat is my wife's Liberty Beauty advent calendar. Now, I saw a photo that you put on social media <laughs> when you bought it for her. She was like... 
emotional. Oh, was she was in tears. She was in tears. tears. So, yeah, I scored a lot of points. It's that's, huge. It's huge, though, isn't it? It's like a doll's house. It's the biggest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's it's a couple hundred quid's worth of cosmetics, which is why I think she's so happy. So, I didn't. I wasn't even aware that these were a thing, but just explain what it is. You, could, you get, like, an actual massive thing from the shop. Every every day, whereas uh, an old traditional one, you just open a window and uh, behind is a, a picture of a bauble or a picture of a tree, yeah. and Christmas Day would be the manger or something or other. Yeah. This is like, you're opening a drawer, and then there's some kind of uh, moisturiser or some kind of lipstick. It's madness. So it's Absolute like a, madness. an advent calendar from Liberty or whatever, but it's all about cosmetics or yes, beauty products. Exactly. So right in terms of your missus, then that's exactly the kind of thing she loves. Right up her street. I'd just be happy with like a Kit Kat one, for example. Oh. There's enough flavours these days. You'd have like one day you'd have white chocolate, you'd have mint chocolate, dark chocolate, New York <laughs> cheesecake, salted caramel, peanut butter. Christmas Day would be the wow. traditional four fingers. Yeah. So you could go down that route or maybe if you've got like a favourite TV show Only Fools and Horses calendar Christmas Day would be Del Boy falling through the bar something like that the favourite moments from Only Fools and Horses by the way you holding four fingers up at me and shouting four fingers will haunt me until I die <laughs> I'm sorry really quite didn't sinister. mean to be that aggressive I love it though I love the idea of them going slightly off piste with this and uh, you know and think about this at home right now if there was a thing that you love that could be made into an advent calendar what would it be? For me, I mean, I mentioned cereals at the very start of the show. I still love, even though I'm 42, old-fashioned variety packs. You yes. know the different collections? Yes. Imagine a different cereal behind each door of That's each day. That's a dry old calendar, my friend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do think four-fingered Kit Kats behind a door is far better than a, a, a slab of Weetabix. Imagine that week two, I'm chomping my way through Special K. <laughs> Face like thunder. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Please tell us about your dream advent calendars. If you could have your favourite thing behind a door for 24 days, what are you opening? Tell us about it. We are getting multiple reports uh, of uh, beer and wine advent calendars. Aldi specifically have a wine advent calendar, small bottle behind each door. Oh, but do you know what? The little wine shop around the corner from where we live in Leon C, they've got um, a craft beer advent calendar nice little tiny cans of that craft beer you know craft beer that makes you your, basically it looks the same colour as you wee the next day <laughs> it's so dark uh, Annette reporting a pork scratchings advent calendar oh my god get out of town yeah seriously I love pork scratchings yes yeah. I'll oh see my... if I can get you one in the next two days. It'd be hard work, though, eating that in your pyjamas in the morning. <laughs> Especially when you get the bit with the hairy bit on the top of the toe. <laughs> I mentioned earlier on I'd love a cereal um, advent calendar because I love little boxes of variety pack stuff, but I didn't think it was a thing. Taya has tweeted us to say, what about this? And it's the Kellogg's Advent Calendar Christmas Countdown Special. Uh, basically, it's got 24 Kellogg's cereal bars in it. Oh, yeah. Which is not bad, but two Pop-Tarts <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> Brilliant. What a way to celebrate. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Opening advent calendar doors at the moment. Uh, if you had your dream calendar, what are you opening the doors on? Uh, Megan from Twickenham says her mum's got her a Lego advent calendar for Christmas. She's 20. Oh, that's so sweet. There's <laughs> always a good... Lego is still relevant even later on in yeah, life, I reckon. big time. Ask her for a technical Lego next year. That's kind of the upgrade. Remy says a concert ticket a day. That's a good idea. Really, really good idea. You'd be knackered by the end of it, wouldn't you, eh, though? Uh, uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Tori. Hi, how you doing? Hey, good to have you on the show, Tori. Uh, advent calendars, what do you reckon? Yeah, brilliant. Very good idea. OK. Well, they are, and I think you've gone the next level on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. I um, I saw um, beer ad- 
uh, advent calendar advertised. I thought, oh, that looks a good idea, so I decided to make my own. You've made your own, what, for your husband? I have, yeah. What a lucky guy. Talk us through it. Talk us through the the look of this thing. How did you put it together? Well, basically, I've gone and bought lots of different types of beer, so we haven't got the same ones, and they're all different. Um, And I've gone to to Sainsbury's and Aldi's and everywhere to try and get all these different types of beers. I've wrapped them up and I've put them in, um, like, a a basket so that he's got one to open every day in the evening, obviously, not in the morning. (laughs) Sorry, you you mentioned basket. Um, Does the basket have doors or are you kind of like handing over a beer a day? Is that how it works? Yeah, no, I'm I'm not that that technical. I thought we were going a little bit Blue Peter here. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna put like a thing on the top so it's gonna have numbers and just randomly put the numbers on. But no, this is lo- yeah. Tori, this is lovely, but you know it's all about your husband. What about you? If you were to have something that you like in an advent calendar, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. It's, based- it's got to be some like chocolates, isn't it? Really. Well, maybe your husband's hearing this right now and we'll get the hint, do you know what I mean? I'm sure he has already. I'm sure he's already got that sorted out. Let us know how that goes, Tori. You live in hope indeed. Lovely to speak to you. Uh, here's an interesting idea. Uh, guys, takeaway advent calendar. Uh, so you get a free takeaway meal okay. every single day, and on the 25th, you have your Christmas dinner delivered. Wow. That's from Jason wow. and Josh. Loving your work. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we've just been talking about your dream advent calendar. Imagine the thing that you love being made into an advent calendar where every single day you open the door and one of your favourite things is behind it. And we've been over the moon with, what was the lovely lady we just spoke to? Tori in Worcestershire. And she made her husband a beer advent calendar. And it seems to me that making advent calendars is a bit of a thing. Sarah says, I make advent calendars, I made them this year. First for my kids, then for my mum and dad, then for my mother in law in brackets miniature gin and liquor in my mum and dad's Christmas day one as well and she's made her own advent calendar she's tweeted pictures of them and they are outstanding tiny little match matchbox size, yeah. size drawer and there's a little bottle of gin in there yeah it's really really good really good loving your work now speaking of loving work we love the work of Bill Bailey and we're honoured that he is going to be our very special guest on the show live tomorrow from five mm-hmm. uh, and he is uh, he's got a brilliant new show uh, called Larks in Transit which is a great thing he's going to be talking about that also and we were chatting earlier on in our little cafe, me and Richie, it's kind of clear that Bill Bailey is a bit of a specialist on all things. Yeah. He's on QI, he's into his music, does stand-up, knows loads about history and mm. science and sci-fi and all that kind of thing. Uh, so we're giving you the opportunity to put a question to him because he's a, he's a jack-of-all-trades. Yes. So ask Bill. You can ask Bill anything you like and Richie and I will put your questions to him. All you have to do is go to... Is it Twitter, Dave, or our Facebook page? Both. Bit of both. Good answer. Twitter or Facebook now. We'll put your questions to Bill Bailey on this show tomorrow. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Let's talk about the British Transport Social Police. The Uniform Task Force that myself and Richie set up on day one of this show, Mm -hmm. the British Transport Social Police, uh, basically we patrol the public transport of the United Kingdom looking for ill behaviour of people on buses, on trains, on tubes, anything like that, and you can get in touch 24 hours a day. All you've got to do is uh, call the incident desk and let us know. And we we get stuff during the course of the day on Twitter and we're always happy to field your questions. Ruddy says, guys, should I dob myself in to the British Transport Social Police for a cold bacon and egg balm cake at 8am... 
on the Preston to Euston this morning? I think Ruddy knows the answer to that already. Make yourself known to a uniformed officer. Uh, Nick B has tweeted, uh, Boys, I've just seen a letter in the Metro this morning. Mm-hmm. It's something you boys need to discuss. On a train, by law, to whom does the middle armrest belong? Is it the person sat by the window or the person in the aisle? And what is the correct etiquette? <laughs> Do you know what? This is really interesting because I have a lot of this kind of shenanigans where you're slowly like edging someone else's elbow off. <laughs> is it a bit like, you know, when you get um, mini cutlery on the side when you're in a restaurant with your... <laughs> You know the plate you've got a bread roll on it? Yeah. And, but they, it's always to one particular side, and I can never remember what side it is. Well, that's to the right-hand side. Is that how it works? You've got the armrest to your right. I would say, because you can sit on the left or the right of a train... That's a good point. I would say... So this is what they can do now, isn't it? I would say the armrest belongs to the person that is in the aisle seat because the person that is sat by the window has generally got the window recess to lean into. That would be my rule. Is that not an armrest though as it goes? What, the window? Yeah. Yes. So the person on the... uh, The person who's got the aisle, who's got people brushing past them all the time, they should at least have the middle armrest. No, because they've got their own little armrest on the right-hand side. But what they haven't got is a window to look out of and they've got all sorts of (laughs) herbers brushing past them. So you're saying that the uh, middle armrest should be compensation for aisle people who can't look out the window? Correct. That's what he's saying. What do you reckon about it? The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Very busy at the front desk of the British Transport Social Police this evening uh, discussing who the middle armrest belongs to on the train. Is it the person sat by the window or the person in the aisle? What's the etiquette? Asks Nick. Uh, Gaz agrees with myself. If I'm sit on the aisle, I want to lean away from it so I don't have a constant stream of people's buttocks scraping my ear. He says, hashtag, I'll have that armrest. He's even got his own slogan for it. Which I like. Own campaign, which is a lot of people getting in touch with Richie and I saying, uh, we've got the wrong plate side for when you're eating in a restaurant. Shows what fine dining me and you do. <laughs> I thought the plate was on the right. I could have sworn blind the plate was on the right with a little, you know, bread roll and butter and everything. Same, that's not the case. Vicky Plummer, I agree with Vicky on this. She says the middle armrest belongs to the person who was there first. I can't have it that way, I'm afraid. I just think that's fair enough. And then this is weird. Doug Strider says um, the middle arm of resting belongs to whoever wins best biscuits. Now, unless that is a, a competition or a game, I, the travel game I've previously not heard of, that's got me confused. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. And look, we just want to talk to you about this. First of all, let me just start with a caveat saying, look, do you ever experience someone in life and then you realise there's no actual word or phrase for it? There's no way to sum it up in a snappy way to, to relate to other human beings what's happened to you. And this is kind of a science thing. But, you know, when you're walking around and you've got earphones or headphones on or in and you're yeah. listening to loud music, as is the want these days. People listen to loud music when they're walking around. They almost like check out of society a little bit when you're out and about, don't you? You seal yourself off in your own little world. Well, sometimes these days the music doesn't even have to be too loud. Noise-cancelling headphones is a thing. 100%. And whether it's people listening to music or audiobooks or whatever, you've got your earphones in. And as you're walking around, you might emit a small, maybe accidental amount of gas. I like to say, it's a science. This is science. It's, it's not mucking about, it's science. It happens. It happens. Don't shout at the radio saying it never happens to you, because it does, you're lying. 
But because of the fact that you have sounds in your ears because of loud music or loud talking or whatever it is, you have no concept of whether what you've done is loud or not. Yeah. And I've had a couple of scares recently where I've been walking around and I've been absent-minded, so I uh, you know, might have accidentally emitted a small amount of gas. Yeah. And then I thought, actually, that is quite loud. That's, that is quite loud. I've taken my earphones out, but that is quite loud. And there's maybe a lady pushing her kids to school and they might be crying or yeah. whatever. And it's, it's not a good thing. So I wish there was a phrase or a word that described what that was. Because there's no word for that. There moment, is no there? word. You're quite right. The inability, just to, just to kind of uh, sum up, the inability to realise how loud a certain noise might be in the gas area because yeah. of the fact you've got earphones on. So I've been thinking about this... Because we did talk about this in the cafe at about two o'clock this afternoon. Hence why I've had the giggles for the last <laughs> 90 seconds. But uh, if you can come up with a, with a, with a word or phrase for it, Richie, we're, we're on the road to getting this sorted I think out. I may have. OK. Because there's two elements to what you're talking about here. Has something happened? You know, was it audible? Yeah. And wind? Yeah. All right. Decepher. Wow, what a word that is. Combining, Explain. combining discernible, all right, because you don't know whether it happened or not, yeah, or how yeah. loud it was. Yeah. And Zephyr, which is a wind. It is a wind. As is populated in the Red Hot Chili Peppers, fly away on my Zephyr. Zephyr. It's a type of wind. That's amazing, and it also brings an absolute radio as well, because we play that song. We do. So the word is Decephyr. If you can think of a better phrase to sum up that situation, which currently has no representation in the English-British dialect. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Can you think of a good word or phrase to sum up the inability to discern how loud your wind is when you are walking around listening to music on headphones? This is science. This is not mucking about. This is actual science, because... This happened to me the other day, and I thought, sure, there's no actual phrase in the English language, slang phrase or whatever, to sum this up. I have to say, the last ten minutes of this show have really demonstrated the intelligence level of us and the listeners, because some of the words that you're coming up with are so highbrow, it's it's great. They're, they're so highbrow, they sound like something that might be in, like, a dusty book from an old medical manual or something <laughs> like that. They're amazing. Uh, Flawareness, says Dr Clare. Dr Clare. Uh, flatus and awareness thereof, I i.e. you have little flawareness when you've got your headphones on. From an actual doctor. That's an actual doctor. You can't argue with science. Charlotte on the M3 suggests quadulance. (laughs) Questionably questionably audible flatulence. Yeah. It's a clever word. Because if if it happens and you've got your earphones in, there's something that happens with the sound that vibrates in your ears. Mm. It makes it very hard for you to work out what the noises are coming out of you. That's the best way I can put it. Danny and Devon's made a good suggestion. Uh, potentially. Like he that. might say fartentially, I he... guess. It would stress it a bit differently. Yeah. I'd have to say that doesn't work for us, Danny, because it's not about whether it's intentional or not. You're just trying to work out how noisy was that because you've got the old headphones on. Yeah, if you've ever tried to have a conversation with someone when you've got loud music on, you've got no concept of whether you're shouting or not. Absolutely. And that's the same thing with what we're talking about. Rip roulettes for someone here. <laughs> look, look, catchy, but not quite the angle we're going for. Uh, And someone says, so I don't know if your gas was loud. How about Enigma Flump? As in, I've just done Enigma Flump. (laughs) The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Yeah. News from the States. 
Uh, but this is something that you'll find over here as well. So very much the vogue at the moment, it seems to be. And it's not something I particularly like. No. Uh, if you're expecting a baby uh, to do some great big, over-the-top, ostentatious gender reveal of your unborn baby when you get your scan and you know if it's going to be a girl or if it's a boy. But it's, well, the weirder thing with that is that you get people over, because I know I've got friends who've done this, they get people over for yeah. like a special party. Yeah. I can understand getting everyone together and announcing you're having a baby, but to actually get everybody over to a announce the gender. Yeah. Do people care that much? <laughs> I'm not sure they do. I don't know if they do. Let me tell you about Dennis Dickey. Um, and uh, his name becomes <laughs> somewhat appropriate when you find out what he did with his wife, Rita. Uh, he got hold of uh, something called Tannerite, uh, which in the States is a legal but quite powerful explosive. Wow. And what he did is put it in a box uh, with some, uh, some coloured powder that turned out to be blue. Right. And he filmed it with a little GoPro of the box blowing up. And it's a great big blue explosive. Explosion to show, hey, we're going to have a boy. Now, the people we know that did this, they had a balloon explode with the powder inside that was supposed to be, you know, blue for a boy, pink for a girl. But yeah. this is kind of taking this to the next stage. Dennis did it in the Coronado National Forest in Arizona. And uh, it went on to destroy 47,000 acres, took 800 firefighters to put oh. out, and has cost $8.2 million. Oh, my God, what a dickie. <laughs> what a Dennis. What a Dennis. Quite frank. So, if you're thinking of doing it, think twice, eh? That is unbelievable, isn't it? And what a terrible accolade and uh, heritage for that child to be born. <laughs> You know, if, and that's going to be a great like icebreaker if yeah. you're running out of conversation on a date. <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievable. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right, that is us pretty much done. Time flies, as they say, when you're having fun. Uh, tomorrow, then, a big show. Bill Bailey, our special guest. Yes, ask Bill on Facebook or Twitter if you want to put a question to the font of all knowledge. A couple of people asking, I would say, low-level questions. You can do that. <laughs> Someone saying cats or dogs, Bill. We're not asking him that. Someone asking what he's having his for his starter for his Christmas Day meal. Oh, Which is that, quite I, interesting. I like that as a question. Do you have a starter for Christmas Day meal? I have uh, Italian in-laws. Well, yeah. obviously, Italian heritage in my own family. <laughs> but um, uh, So, yeah, there's a large anti-pasty platter. Oh, my. We don't do starters. I need to get in on that, actually. Oh, you do, definitely. I feel like we could have a subject on this coming up soon as we, yet again we break our uh, attempt not to talk about food on this programme. Uh, Danielle has the evening show left next. Left? I mean, it's not even started. <laughs> I hope she's got some tickets to the Charlatans and James left. Otherwise, she's got an empty show. <laughs> That's all she's got left. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Pardon me. Don't use that as the outro. You're so windy today. <laughs> you are windy. Just if we can add that into the podcast, you are a windy man. I am. Uh, I am a windy man, and I, I wonder whether. Do you know what? If you are a doctor, get in touch. I wonder really? whether it's because. <laughs> really? Is this what we're doing? It is now. It's Go the on, end then. of the podcast. So look, you can kind of forget that this bit happened. Am I windy because I eat too fast? It's been said before that I have got a bit of a flip-top head and it all goes down very quickly. Do you get hiccups so a lot? Is it a hiccup thing? I do get a bit of hiccupage, yes. Do you know what? I, I would consider myself world-class in terms of burping my 12-week-old daughter. Maybe I need to burp you before this show starts. <laughs> over my shoulder. Tomorrow. We'll come in five to four just to touch early. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps.